The Medrash tells an analogy, a mashal, about Haman's plot. A bird built its nest on the seashore. A wave washed it away. I will not budge from here, the bird chirped angrily, until I drain the ocean and flood the shore. The bird immediately began to carry out its threat, filling its beak with water from the ocean and spitting it out onto the sand. Its friend observed its unusual behavior, and when the bird explained its objective to its friend, its friend laughed at it. Do you really expect to accomplish anything by filling your beak with water? Saif Saif Bame'at Yachil At the end of the day, how much can you already accomplish on your own? And the Medrash says that so too Hashem said to Haman Arasha, You fool! Even when I said that I would destroy them, I was unable. And you expect to be able to annihilate them? Usually a mashal, an analogy, explains an idea that would be difficult to grasp without it. With the above mashal, though, it's not immediately clear. How does the analogy of the bird help us understand that Haman was unable to destroy the Jews? The truth is that Haman's assumption is altogether puzzling. He was a sly man, not an idiot. He knew history. He must have been aware that historically, anyone that started up with the Yidin did not succeed. Their ends were bitter. How did Haman imagine that he could destroy the Yidin? The answer to this question could be understood by ways of another mashal, one that Rabbi Kiva related to Papus, when Papus expressed astonish, astonishment. Why? Rabbi Kiva was organizing public shiurim despite a punishment of death for terror study that had been decreed by the Romans. He told of a fox that was walking on the, on the side of a river, which observed fish swimming along and darting to and fro. What are you running from? the fox asked the fish. From the fisherman's nets, the fish replied. With feigned generosity, the fox offered, instead of trying to escape the nets, why don't you join me here on dry land where there are no nets? Are you supposed to be sly, the fish replied? You're nothing but a fool. If in the water, which is our life source, we are afraid, how can we hope to survive when separated from it? Taira for a Jew, Rabbi Kiva explained, is like water for a fish. Like the fox in the mashal, Haman too attempted to lure the Yidin away from their life force, to take them out of the water and spill them onto the shore. When Haman saw the Jews enjoying Achashverosh's party, he gleefully imagined that he was achieving his goal. For surely Haman too was familiar with the attestation of the Chayvas Halvavis, that just as fire and water cannot coexist in a single space, so can there not be combined, believe hamaimin, in the heart of a believer, love of Eilam Haza, an excitement from physicality, together with love of Ruchnius, of spirituality, and of Eilam Haba, of the world to come. But, Hashem chided Haman, that a Jew in truth 
is never separated from his source. Deep in his heart, he's still connected to Hashem. And his true desire is Torah and mitzvahs. Even the water that the bird filled its beak with was also connected to its source. Sometimes that desire of a Jew, his true desire, is as if it's sleeping. But when aroused, as it was through Haman's decree, then nothing can separate, no obstacle can block, no Haman can interrupt the connection between a Jew and his father in heaven.